Good morning and welcome to another episode of Real World Talks with Lourdes, Natalie, and Kat. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. morning. For today's podcast episode, we are going to start off with some Real World Talks tea. And our first topic is the LGBTQ community. And on the news, um, they pretty much started off by saying that the Supreme Court ruled that a landmark civil rights law that protects uh, gay, lesbian, and transgender people from discrimination in employment um, was, um, you know, put to fruition. So I am very excited and super happy that the court decided, uh, I believe it was by a six to three vote, that the um, Civil Rights Act of 1964 um, basically was um, encompassed bias against LGBTQ um, workers. So um, I'm kind of excited that this um, went through and it protects um, the LGBTQ community from job discrimination. So what do you ladies think? I think this is awesome. I think it's a great step towards um, equality for our community. Absolutely. I mean, just to know or to even remotely think that someone just because of their, however they may identify themselves, what their preference may be, like that, just to know that in some places it was okay, legal for your employer to be like, nope, unfortunately, you know, we, this is not what our company stands for. Um, And you could be in a great employee and get terminated for that. It's, It's really really kind of like hard to hear, you know, um, thinking of where we're at right now in 2020. Um, but honestly, with so many things that have been going on right now with different movements for equality for all, I was really, really happy to hear this. Um, and I feel like, you know, this should the really kind of, it's a positiveness about how we should be moving forward for everybody, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, I was, I was so happy to hear that. And I think that that's really a great step for the future. Me too. And um, I just think that this is something that um, is a long time coming. Um, I think that this is going to have a big impact on the um, LGBTQ workers across the country because a lot of states don't protect them from workplace discrimination. Um, So I think this is a step in the right direction. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think it's also good that, you know, companies start really thinking about, you know, how are they making sure that um, there is appropriate training for leaders, recruiters, just everybody, you know, because Mm -hmm. just to make sure that um, they're understanding about these new laws and how people should be treated equally, right? Um, but I feel that it's very important to sometimes get those trainings and understanding um, because some people don't know that, you know, um, it's a new thing. Uh, but I think this is, this is really great. I feel across for everybody. Yes. So you guys, I wanted to share with you guys a St. Louis teen named Jack Stark. He started a business um, called Stand in Line Services. 
Um, he hired his classmates to stand in queues like a DMV and he charges like $20 an hour for the service. So what do you guys think of this idea or his company that he came up with? Do you think it's very innovative? Do you think it's useful? What are your thoughts? I think it's innovative. Um, me personally, I don't think I would use the service um, being that for me, at least, what am I going to do while this person is waiting in line for me? Um, if I'm just going to be waiting in my car, I might as well be waiting in line. Um, at least for me, I know there are other people that may feel differently, but that's just mm -hmm. my personal opinion. And I am one of those that feels differently. Where is <laughs> a brilliant person? Can he bring this business to Miami, Bay County? I will take your services. Like, I will bring the weather too. Yes, it's hot. Or like, for example, my driver's license needs to be, re no, actually my tag needs to be renewed. And I hate this time of the year. Yes, I know for some of you guys, you're going to tell me, Kathy, there is that two-year option and I will do that this time. But to be honest with you, I hate waiting in line. Um, and to have the comfort of being in my car, which I know is safe. And especially now with what's going on and someone could just ring me and say, Catherine Martin, you're next. I, I'll pay those $20. Okay. Um, I wish you would bring his services over here to Miami. <laughs> um, but, you know, I give him props because he's smart. You know, he's thinking outside the box and really thinking about how people have to multitask too. Like, yeah. you know, I'm a mom. I have two kids. Like, I, you know, yes, I'm being serious about I really do prefer to be waiting in my car than right now amongst people with things that are going on right now with the whole COVID-19. But a lot of us have so many things to do that that 30, 45 minute hour, like it can just to be able to multitask and use my time wisely while someone is in line, listening to their music, reading a book, mm -hmm. I paid them $20 happily. Yeah. So also, I'm thinking like if someone else has, if someone has like another activity they have to do, but also they need to go to the DMV or go to a certain like office and they need to stand like in line, why not utilize them? I think it'll be useful, honestly. So what if you are at Walmart doing your groceries and you're paying for this person to stay in line for you, but you have to go to the DMV and it's going to take you two hours. What is that person going to do with your groceries while you're at the DMV for two to three hours? Hmm. I would hope that person or like the, you're talking about the, the child who's standing in line with my groceries. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would hope that he would wait for me. Maybe I would actually pay him extra to wait for me since he he's already have stood in line for a good hour or an hour and a half. I would hope he would wait again for me to just come and pick it up. Um, I would just probably tip him or pay him a little extra or he can just charge me for that half an hour that I was gone. Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean, I would feel a little funny because, I mean, I don't know who's in line. And if I am buying groceries and this person is all up on my groceries, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get it, I but I think your concerns. Definitely. Mm -hmm. I understand your concerns, too, but it's like I wouldn't. There's so many delivery grocery services, grocery services available right now that I don't want to use it just for the groceries. I'm going to use it for the 
things that I should not say are annoying. To me, they are. Um, but for example, last year, I had to renew my driver's license. This is insane. Like I had to go to two different places because the first place I went to, they open at, I want to say eight o'clock. People are lining up around 6.30 in the morning. I'm like, what in the world? Like it was insane. I was number a hundred and something. I remember calling Lourdes and was like, yeah, <laughs> this is not going to work. I'm going to have to come back in to the office and then try this on another day. Um, so I feel like for myself, I would use it. Um, and obviously, you know, for those times where I really do need to take something and literally I remember the person in front of me or two, two people in front of me were like, uh, you're going to be here for at least two hours waiting. And I'm like this and outside, outside in the heat, this is not inside. Um, so I could only imagine that obviously right now with everything with the pandemic, I'm, I'm hoping that they're changing these things for like the DMV and so forth um, just for the health of everybody. But it was, I was like, this is crazy. Like I need to be here like at five o'clock in the morning, just waiting for the line to start coming. So I think it's smart, but I get it. Everybody kind of, you know, may not want to use services, but I feel like for those of us who definitely want to avoid and kind of use our time wisely, uh, or like for those of us who, would like to say, okay, I'd rather you wait in line an hour and a half. I'll tip you extra. Call me when my number is close. I would yes. definitely use it. Okay. All right, ladies. So on my end, I um, was laughing because I know that here we, especially in our industry of hospitality and tourism, you know, it's been a challenge, um, especially here in um, South Florida. Our beaches were just open, even though right now, I did hear something that uh, possibly they were going to be closed again because of the spike in the positive cases. But it was interesting um, that at, in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, which was deemed um, for COVID-19 one of the hot spots by the state officials, tourism season is still on and popping. Okay. <laughs> in 2019, yes, y'all collect, it is on. It, beaches were crowded. Um, in 2019, the first weekend of June, they saw an average hotel occupancy rate of nearly 88%. This year's numbers uh, still stood at 89.5%. Oh, so it increased. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> and I'm sitting here thinking like, okay, so this is where I feel like you guys may judge me for this. But I was like, can you imagine like if that was us? I know it's horrible to think that way, but I'm like, imagine the other major tourism hubs like South Florida, Miami, that we would love to have our beautiful beaches packed with tourism, you know, with tourists that really helps our local economy. Yes, I know it comes with a price spike in COVID-19, but I was like, wow, like it was, there's no six feet umbrellas everywhere. The, the ocean was jam packed with people. Mm -hmm. So like, what do you guys think about that? You think it's kind of like risky? Definitely risky. It's a little nuts to me, honestly. Yeah, I agree. It comes with a lot of risk. Mm -hmm. I don't know. No one is standing. I felt like in comparison, you know how we talked about previously, um, like Shanghai, um, Disney opening, and many of like the Disney corporations are opening um, their um, places. Um, at least at least they had some limitations. They only sold a certain amount of tickets. They um, took temperatures of all the 
people who are coming into Disney World and they made sure people, you know, stood six feet apart. But for something like this at a beach and there were like no regulations, well, they're telling them to stand six feet apart, but who's actually like enforcing it? And no one can enforce the num- amount of people who are actually going to the beach too. So, right. Know. Yeah, I understand. I trust me. I get it. Nat. I've I've said it before, and I you know I feel like our health and and safety is so important, and especially with you know the type of disease that you know the coronavirus is because it's not your ordinary type cold and flu. I call it kind of like the sneaky virus mm-hmm. in which, you know, someone could have it and just does not know, but that one person could transfer it for even up to like 14, 15 people. Like, you know, um, but then I'm thinking like how many of our fellow members of our community, our students, our alum like, it's sad when, you know, I was talking to Lourdes about when I'm on LinkedIn and I'm seeing some of our fellow graduates, my ex-bosses, colleagues that have been impacted and went from being furloughed to now officially laid off because, you know, the occupancy is so low, you know, to hear from fellow colleagues saying, you know what, it's no tourism. You can see it even in the marketing of, you know, hotels saying, hey, we're up and open, which is great. We'd love to see that. But you know, we need the bodies to come in, but you're mm-hmm. right at what cost, you know, it's kind of like that weird, I call it like thing that I'm in the middle of, of like, we'd love to kind of get our students jobs and our alums. But at the same time, like you said, you know, there is that price there, you know, of a life and health, which is never worth it in my opinion, mm-hmm. you know, but it's kind of like that weird situation thought or a middle place that I feel like I'm in, you know, I, I'm not gonna lie. I was jealous for 5.5 seconds. Cause I'm like, <laughs> Gosh, and you know I love Myrtle Beach. Um, but that I was one of the first things I wanted to do after quarantine was go to the beach. Me too. Me too. I changed my mind though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies. So I have one more, and I don't want to say it's my favorite, um, but kind of is because I feel like this is really kind of touches me um, to my core. Um, So on the news, uh, they were showing um, a video um, of a bagel chain in New York City um, that basically has had to apologize after a customer was recorded entering inside the bagel shop, not wearing a mask, coughing, allegedly, while not wearing the mask in the bagel shop. And there was another fellow patron who happened to notice that this customer, um, who was a little bit of quite a distance from her, um, was not wearing a mask and talking and (laughs) coughing here and there, um, and was concerned. So she mentioned it to the fellow employee. The other customer heard her complain, and instead of just grabbing her things and walking away, she grabbed her things and profusely walked up to the other customer and coughed on her. And then it was mentioned on there that allegedly she did mention something about being tested positive for antibodies. Now, I give it up 110% for that customer who just complained (laughs) and uh, took it very better than I would have. But the reason why this touches poor to me um, is because I don't know about you ladies, but 
I get very, very bothered and upset every time I walk into a restaurant, Target, Publix, Costco, and I see somebody that either walks in with no mask on or has a mask like it's a choker around their neck as an accessory or even better, just wears the mask underneath their nose. Like in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, what's the purpose, right? Mm-hmm. So like, how do you guys feel about this situation that happened? It's disgusting. She should be Very. in jail or yes. she should be charged with something. Honestly. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Has that happened to you guys where you guys have like gone somewhere and seen people not wearing masks? Yep. Just happened to me yesterday when I went to the store where this person, they weren't necessarily not wearing a mask, but they had their mask lowered to the point where their nose was visible Mm -hmm. and they just had their mouth covered and it upset me, but I just backed away. I did not want to get close to this person simply for the fact that they are not keeping the health and safety of others in mind, in addition to themselves, they're exposing themselves even more so than those that are wearing masks because their mouths and noses are physically open. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, I mean, it's just, it's really uh, heartbreaking and sad to see that because, you know, there's people that don't care. Absolutely. Absolutely. What about you, Nat? Um, I agree with Lourdes. I haven't seen um, people not wearing their mask, but not wearing it appropriately, I can mm-hmm. say. Um, when I, I just think they usually just have it on just so they can get into the store. Because most of the mm-hmm. stores, they have like signs that said, oh, if you don't have a mask on, you can't come in. Maybe they have it on when they enter and then as they roam around the store, they naturally just take it off or maybe feel uncomfortable, but that's still not an excuse. You have to protect yourself and others, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. I feel like part of it, I get upset about the actual store or the employees. I don't know if the stores, I feel like the store should do more, you know, and I know that it's tough right now, but I feel like it shouldn't be up to a customer to, tell another customer like, Hey, you know, there's a sign right there. (laughs) Can you lift up your mask, put over your nose? I feel like that should be the people, either the security around the store, the store managers, they should be enforcing this. Um, because guess what? It could affect not only their customers, but also their employees themselves, you know? Um, which is kind of what happening in the story where the, you know, the restaurant, they really got some backlash and they came back out and they said that she's been banned from all their bagel shops and um <laughs> that you know they also kind of apologize that you know something wasn't done more you know mm-hmm. about really reinforcing this rule about masks being worn um but like i said you know it's just it really comes down to people just not thinking sometimes about themselves and i know that a lot of people right now feel like you know i don't know if they're getting a little bit lax or comfortable with the situation or they're thinking hey if i get it i get it but, you know, I think that we've discussed that, you know, it, this is a, a disease or a virus, I should say, that can really kill people, you know? Mm-hmm. So I feel like that caring is not just about yourself, about others. Um, and I know that, you know, our Dean, he posted something, you know, about wearing masks. And I'm, I'm really glad that he's also pushing it and supporting it um, because I feel like that's, it's kind of like our new normal attire, which I hate to say that, right? Um, but I do feel and I hope that, 
um, officials and employees and so forth, they really, I, I, I would love to see them do a better job of enforcing this. Um, because like I said, I felt I've been in the situation that happened to me on Sunday, um, where a lady, I was in line at target, um, with my father waiting to return something. And this lady walks in and she's about to get in line, no mask on. Now for some of you guys who don't know, my colleagues know I have really kind of very strong looks. She can't see my mouth. Thank God. And my <laughs> nose, but my eyebrows, I, and my dad looked at me and he said, Catherine, I said, I'm not going to say anything. I just had to give her a look. Like and you I think said, the employees saw, but turned a blind eye because they needed customers. Or you think, what do you think? Oh, so I'm not going to put this target out because mm-hmm. I love my targets, but as she had walked in a manager, because I'm a very frequent buyer target. I love some Target. Mm-hmm. She had her mask underneath her chin. She was pushing in, I guess, you know, the carts that are outside so they can get ready to be sanitized. So I'm sitting here thinking, well, if the manager is coming in with a mask around the chin, then who is she to say something to the customers that's coming in with no mask? It's kind of, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, but I feel like I wish that, yes, managers, security, I feel like it really should be on security for them to enforce it. I've seen it at Publix. I, I've seen it. It kind of grosses me more out when I see it at restaurants, um, you know, um, and I don't know. There are times where I have to tell myself because I want to tell the person, can you just move your mask right above your nose? Just put it right here, the little tip. But then again, I do sometimes fear if how about that person gets defensive and says something or does something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It should be that I agree with you in the fact that it should be the employee who works at that um, store or company or wherever you are to speak to that customer. Mm-hmm. So, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So well, you guys, I recently <laughs> read an article <laughs> and um, it was on NBC Boston where there were some eBay employees charged for sending bloody pig masks and live cockroaches to a couple who wrote bad reviews. <laughs> so my thoughts are how important are reviews during this time for you to cyber stock and psychologically mess with people? What are your thoughts on this? Both words think- on both sides. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Now, reviews at a time like this are extremely important just simply due to the fact that a majority of the population are now focusing on purchasing things online versus going to the store because, mm-hmm. you know, people are still fearful. So I think that the reviews are very important. Now, the way that this person went about it was the wrong way. So I think that if she was consistently, he or she was consistently getting um, negative reviews, why not reach out to that person to try to fix the problem and say, you know, thank you for providing me your feedback. I would love to discuss with you why you were unsatisfied, you know, and try to fix the issue versus making the situation 10 times worse. Yes. They Mm -hmm. all been arrested and identified. There are over like three people and you'll be surprised about their titles within the company as well. Senior director of safety and security, senior manager of global intelligence, intelligence analyst, director of global, you know, and so forth. Intelligence analyst. That person's not very intelligent for doing what they (laughs) did. 
like, these people think wisely. You know, I feel like I'm, you know what? You got karma. Okay. Because yes, I feel that in this day of age, and I think, you know, Lourdes and I, we've worked in the industry and we know, like she mentioned how hard it is that, you know, it is to kind of really work hard and get that positive guest review. But I remember I did, I used to do a full training um, and we did it and it was kind of hard because um, it was about how to fix basically um, a guest that's unsatisfied or how to improve on constant bad reviews. And sometimes it happens, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, but it's kind of about not taking it personally and really and truly is like how more effective could you be that you reach out to that customer and say, I'm sorry that you were unsatisfied with our product or whatever it may be, you know, um, we are really appreciating your feedback. It's really and truly, this is the only way that we can fix this, you know, and let's, let me see what I can do. If it's giving you a new one, if it's returning your money, but I want you to understand that I appreciate you taking the time out to write this review because there's only one way that we can fix this and improve and continue to, you know, increase our customers and, and also the loyalty of them. So I, I, I laughed first of all, cause I was like, yeah, I'm one of those that if I'm not happy, I'm going to say something. My husband always says, can you wait till I get my food? Can you wait till I get <laughs> my food before you say something? I'm like, why are you scared? going to spit on it. But it's like, I feel that when we have worked in the industry and we know how hard it is that we try to provide this excellent customer service and then going above and beyond the right employee and the right leadership and management also understand that not everything is going to be perfect. You know, like the whole retaliating back at your customer at the end is really not going to be helpful or beneficial, which hello happened with eBay. So um, I, I feel like this is, should be a really good warning out there for any other companies that sometimes take it so hard felt right. And be like, how dare you bash or how dare you say something and look at it about, okay, how can I now approach this and really fix it? But at the same time, you know, show that we appreciate sometimes the feedback that we may not want to, you know, that it's not always positive, I should say. Yes. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it may be constructive criticism. Sometimes it's good for us to take a step back and reflect to see what the person is saying. How could we do better? You know what I mean? Instead of sending them several packages to try to terrorize them to stop continuously um, write negative reviews, like Lorda said, they should have just been reaching out all that time and effort they put into terrorizing them, they could have been put into making their company better. Yes. Can you imagine time to put roaches inside of a box? Oh my God. Like that is mask. mask? Oh my gosh. Y'all had a lot of time for these analysts and these big roles over there. Um, (laughs) This is big, but um, I'm glad now that you brought that up because I feel like that's good for our listeners, um, our students um, who are in, specifically our industry is a guest service focused industry. And I used to tell, Oh my God, my new, um, in my orientations, I would say like, this is an industry. And I tell a lot of time my freshmen too, that is, if you don't have the DNA of service and understanding what the word service is, um, it may not be for you. Right. And it is because sometimes you're not going to always have a happy customer, but for those of us who love working with guests or customers, it's really about how do we turn that around? How do we, you know, um, show that customer that we cared and we're sorry that that happened. And there's been studies that have shown that a lot of times the way that companies really grow that loyal customers is when things are bad and they fix it, you know? 
Um, it's not always when they have the <clears throat> perfect thing. It's when the customers see like, okay, wow, like they, they saw that I was unhappy with something, but look what they did. And then that's when they do it. So I'm glad that you shared that with us. And for our students, learn don't that karma, don't, don't do it. <laughs> yes, exactly. <clears throat> All right, guys. Well, that concludes our Real World Talks Tea for this podcast. And now we're going to dive right into our trivia. You guys, the topic for today is animals. Animals. (laughs) My favorite topic. Oh, my God. If it's about cats, I'm going to give Lourdes the award now. I just want to put it out (laughs) I promise. You guys are going to like this. You guys are going to like this. So, Lourdes, I'm going to start with you. (laughs) Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. Question one. What is a baby kangaroo called? Oh, yes. Oh, my God. Um, Oh, my God. It's right there in the tip of my tongue. It's the name of, like, you can name... I know this very specifically because this can also be like a boy's name. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. You have eight seconds. <sighs> Don't phone this from honey. <laughs> Is it? Oh, 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 Joey. Joey. That's Joey, Joey. correct. A Joey. <laughs> that was good. Lourdes. I was thinking a Jimmy. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So your second question is, how many legs does a lobster have? Oh, (laughs) how many legs does a lobster have? I'll give you a clue. It's an even number. An even number? (laughs) I know this one. You know it? Yeah, no, you can't so. call it since there's no oh, guest. You can't call. We won't let you call a friend today or call yeah. a client. There's not a guest. You can't call in a friend. Oh, okay. I'm just gonna guess because I have no idea. Is it six? And you were close though. It's ten. <laughs> oh, I had no idea. Okay, so your last question is: What is the term for a group? of kangaroos i'm gonna give you some options okay a mob b troop c court or d all of the above it's a group of kangaroos yes why do i get all the kangaroo questions (laughs) i was about to say i don't want an australia fix like what is going on with oh lord can you please repeat the question can you please repeat the answers at least yes is it okay. A, mob, B, troop, or C, court, or D, all of the above? I'm going to guess because I have no idea. I'm going to just say troop. It's kind of correct. This all of the above. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I didn't get it right. I'll give you one more because since I'll consider that a half. And I think okay. this, this one is going to be like an easy question. The process of milking, of the process of making cow's milk safe for human consumption is called what? Process of like milking a cow? The process of making cow's milk safe to drink for humans. Uh Uh-huh. 
of what? It starts with a P. Oh! Oh! Oh, oh Lourdes. Okay, Lourdes, you can call a friend. Go ahead. Call a friend. Ring, ring. Go ahead, call me. Ring, ring. Are you ready for me, Lourdes? Okay, yes. If I get it right, I want some more ranch chicken. We'll talk about Lourdes' ranch chicken later on, guys. Okay? <laughs> if I get it wrong, we'll, I'll talk about what else is wrong. <laughs> I mean, is you it? owe me some salmon. <laughs> okay, I, actually, it's funny. I was going to say I owe her and her amazing husband some salmon with the green, lovely sauce he likes. Is it pasteurization? I may be mispronouncing it. Yes, pasteurization. Ah, Correct. Okay, Lori, like, you got two and a half points. Okay, okay, Kathy, are you ready? Yes, but wait, I would like my ranch chicken with pasta, please. Thank you. Love you. Yes. <laughs> Not like the last time where you thought it was pasta and it was just what? It the audience. <laughs> All right, Miss Nat, I'm ready. This is an interesting question. This bird interesting. eyes is bigger than its brain. I'm What's sorry, the name something of is this bigger. Bird? I'm gonna give you some options. This bird eyes is bigger than its brain. What is the name of this bird? So I'm going to give you some options. Is it A, an ostrich? Is it B, an owl? Is it C, a mockingbird? Or is it D, a raven? That is Ooh. a small brain. Wait, I know this one. I know this one. So okay, did you say ostrich? Yes. B, owl. C, mockingbird. Or D, raven. Okay, can I narrow it down to two? Like, I feel like, you know, when you want to be a millionaire, like, you kind of get zoom and it kind of... Mm-hmm. <laughs> you only get one answer. Oh, okay. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Um, wait, I'm between two right now. Um, and I'm not going to tell you guys how I'm trying to figure this out because it's really messed up. I'm thinking about the animals that have the biggest eyes. Um, is it an ostrich? Correct. It is an ostrich. Woo! <laughs> okay. <sighs> so your next question is... Which animal has the highest blood pressure? <laughs> blood pressure. Is it A, a flea, B, a blue whale, C, an elephant, or D, a giraffe? I just want to ask, just clarify, did you say a flea? Yes. <laughs> oh, wow. I feel like this is such a trick question. Like, this Which is so bad. animal has the highest blood pressure? You have 10 seconds, Kathy. I don't know this. If not, you would have been able to phone me, but I have no idea. Well, like, does, well, okay. Do fleas bite? Don't they bite? Look at me. I'm thinking breaking down things. Okay. That little flea. <laughs> um, I'm going to go for the elephant. And I'm so sorry, elephants, if y'all are healthy and don't have high blood pressure. It's a giraffe. Because of a like giraffe? their long they neck. They eat lettuce. Mm-hmm. Because oh. of their long neck, oversized heart, it's hard to, um, you know, push a blood flow to their brains. And oh. <laughs> oh, my God. And they're also very prone to heart attacks, sadly. What? Oh, babies. And that sounded so bad because I, I, I was feeding them romaine lettuce. They were tearing it up, tearing it up. Oh, my God. <laughs> I would think they're like healthy animals. Mm-hmm. Aww. Aww. 
Okay, I'm a, when I see that giraffe next time, I'm, I'm really going to take a second. All right. Okay, this is your last question. What animal has the longest lifespan? Okay, go for it. Oh, do I have to guess? Oh, I'm going to give you some options to make it easier. Is it Ooh. A, an elephant? B, locust? Is it C, a blue whale? Or D, tortoise? I knew she was going to give me the, these hard ones. I can give you a clue. It was mentioned in Finding Nemo. Ah, tortoise. <laughs> Correct. Yay! So the winner is, hmm, well, to me, it's kind of a tie, honestly, because you, Lord has got a two. I, I consider it a two, and Kathy also got a two. So this is your last question. Whoever answers it first wins. What food do pandas eat? Grass? Bamboo. 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 Correct, <laughs> Kathy. Kathy's the winner. <laughs> Uh, I was gonna say that Kung Fu Panda movie. <laughs> Listen, I literally was gonna say I don't want to say my son's name because I've been telling him please let mommy finish recording. But it's thanks to Alejandro for all that Kung Fu Panda he has me watching. Yes, I love it. I love it. Plus, I love um, pandas. I really do. Yay! Yay! Well, Natalie, awesome. that was fun. Yes, thank you. All right, listeners, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Real World Talks. And stay tuned for next week's episode. Have an amazing day. Bye. 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 Stay safe.